Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate Red Zone, brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center at Texas A&M University. I'm Haley Reeder, Communications Specialist. Today is Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. On this day in 1819, a provisional Texas government headed by James Long declared independence from Spain. Long, a doctor and merchant from Natchez, Mississippi, was the leader of a filibustering expedition organized in the wake of the controversial Adams-Onese Treaty. Long and his ragtag army of 300 occupied Nacogdoches to declare Texas as an independent republic before traveling to Galveston to attempt to win the pirate Jean Lafitte over to his cause. While he was away, Spanish troops drove his followers out of Nacogdoches and back across the Sabine River into Louisiana. Now on to today's podcast. Housing affordability has been one of Texas' most pressing concerns for years. Rising land, lumber, and labor costs have made homeownership difficult for many. A new upgraded class of housing and urban development code manufactured homes, called cross-mod homes, offers a possible solution for housing affordability. These homes, which are sold with land as real property, are eligible for financing under the same conventional loan terms as site-built single-family homes through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, but at a more affordable cost. Cross-mod manufactured homes are coming to Texas. New Braunfels-based Spark Homes LLC is developing the first residential subdivision in Texas exclusively offering cross-mod homes just a few miles outside Seguin in Guadalupe County. What opportunities do these kinds of developments provide, and what obstacles do they face? Dr. Harold Hunt, a research economist here at the Texas Real Estate Research Center, explores this topic in his latest article, It's Real, Seguin Welcomes Texas' First Cross-Mod Manufactured Housing Development. He joins us today to share his insights. Thanks for being here. Good to be here. So what are cross-mod homes? What makes them different than other manufactured homes? Cross-mod is an is a upgraded class of manufactured home. And so it comes in under what's called the HUD code, uh, which is a national code. But it's just a, a little better product. It's got things that are like nicer cabinets, for example. It's got uh, a little bit more energy efficiency. It's got sheetrock walls, whereas typical manufactured housing has a vinyl-type product for the walls. Mm -hmm. And they have to be attached to a permanent foundation, so they have to be sold as real property versus the other type you can have in a trailer park or something like that. What are the advantages of developing cross-mod projects? I'd say one a big advantage is just installing it faster. I mean, there there's some prep work first before they bring the house onto the site, but once you get it onto the site, it's uh, you know a couple of weeks to to get it finished out, which is quite a bit faster than uh, site built housing. And then the other thing is, it, it should be more affordable than site built housing of the same quality. So that was that was the objective. That's what they were shooting for. What challenges do cross-mod projects face? I think the big challenge is just market acceptance because 
you've got a group of people, most people, when they think manufactured housing, they think lower quality. So it's just a hurdle for the industry to get people in, to get realtors in, to actually tour the properties and, and see that it's really a high quality product. That, that's really the big hurdle is just getting people to walk into it and look at it and be impressed. What opportunities do these types of homes present to buyers? Well, I think the big opportunity that they want is just to offer people a quality home at an affordable price. And you know, that's what they're shooting for. That's their niche is to compete with the entry-level site-built house and just give something of comparable quality that's just a, a little less expensive. It, it's just people have to get past that stigma of manufactured housing. And, and in my opinion, it's probably uh, an age-related thing because people of my generation, we think of manufactured housing is really low quality because we remember what it was in the 70s and 80s. But it's, it's really come up in quality. And I think younger people will really be more receptive to it because they don't have that history of, okay, I remember when manufactured housing was really low quality. Well, thank you again for coming on. Sure. Thanks again, Harold. For more, see his article, It's Real, Seguin Welcomes Texas' First Crossmon Manufactured Housing Development. We included a link to the article on our podcast webpage and in the YouTube description box. If you're looking for more, browse through our research library. It includes a wide variety of economic reports and real estate articles. Our latest topics include Corpus Christi housing affordability, a Texas economic outlook, rental tax issues, apartment and commercial reports, and more. We posted a link to our research library on our podcast webpage. That's going to be it for today's podcast. If you're looking for more from the Texas Real Estate Research Center, head to our website. That's www.recenter.tamu.edu. There, you'll find the latest data, research articles, blogs, news, and more. You can also check out the Center's News Talk Texas database, which is updated daily with the biggest headlines in Texas real estate. You can also subscribe to Recon, our bi-weekly newsletter, to get all the biggest stories sent straight to your inbox. To stay up to date on when articles are published on our website, follow the Texas Real Estate Research Center on social media. You can find us with the handle at RECenterTX on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. For more podcasts like these, you can subscribe on iTunes or to our YouTube channel. All podcasts are also available for free on our website. Thanks for joining us today in the Real Estate Red Zone, brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center in College Station, Texas, where we've been helping Texans make the best real estate decisions since 1971. This is Haley Reeder, and I'll see you next time. Bye!